Hi, everyone. It's West Virginia Talk with James and Jerry. I'm James. And I'm Jerry. Today, we're going to be talking about Berkeley Springs. And uh, it's going to be Berkeley Springs, the town, Berkeley Springs, the resort, and uh, that kind of thing. So, because uh, when I think Berkeley Springs, I think the town, but some people might be thinking the actual springs it's right. themselves. Right, right. So, and disclaimer here. It is not in Berkeley County. We've done a Berkeley County episode. Uh, it's in Morgan County. Now, Morgan County was part of Berkeley County way back when, and uh, Berkeley Springs in Morgan County. Now, originally it was called Bath. Why was that? Well, they named it after a town in England that provided the same, you know, type of thing—the mineral springs and 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 whatnot. And uh, when uh, let's see, they changed the name of it. To Berkeley Springs, and then when West Virginia became a state, they're like, "Hey, we can change it back to Bath now." They changed it to Berkeley Springs because there was already another Bath, Virginia. Okay. And uh, so when they became uh, West Virginia, they're like, "Hey, we can change it back to Bath now, since there's no other town in this state called that." And they're, they're, no, let's just let's just keep it Berkeley Springs. Yeah, no need to confuse everybody by flip flopping back and forth all the time. Right, right. So these springs. Obviously, the town grew up around the springs, uh, used by natives for thousands of years. I'm not exactly sure how far back it goes, uh, and it it kind of leapt into modern times, notably by George Washington. Right. Okay, so George Washington, before he was a uh, president, before he was a general. Young George Washington was a surveyor, and he was a surveyor mostly for uh, Lord F- Fairfax. Right. So he covered a large portion of our state. Right. Yeah. He was in uh, the Eastern Panhandle uh, an awful lot. Um, so when he was in that area surveying and he heard about these springs, he's like, I have a really ill half-brother, Lawrence. Maybe bringing him here will we'll help him out. So uh, he wrote letters to all these people he knew about the Springs, including Lord Fairfax himself. And he came and checked it out, and he liked it so much he built a summer home there. And it wound up becoming a destination for Virginia's elite. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. Really, I mean, it's kind of out of the path of most things, in all honesty. Maybe not at that time, but... I think everything was out of the way back then. Well, true, true. (laughs) Uh, But something natural could have such a draw to people. Right, right. So uh, George Washington's attachment to the Springs we'll cover later. But, uh, you know, it it was a destination for a lot of people that had ailments and they wanted to get better. So they built the first Roman bathhouse there in 1815. Still stands. And it's the oldest building in town. Berkeley Springs, the town, it's it's a it's a nice even mix of new and old, right? Modern and historic, and uh, the 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 uh, architecture of the Roman bathhouse. It's it's really really cool. And then the second level, it's a museum. But anyway, by the mid eighteen hundreds, the springs themselves became state land, and it was set aside by Virginia. And this is a quote for suffering humanity. So all what those. an ominous, grim <laughs> picture that you think of when you hear the term suffering humanity. Right. By the 1860s, the population of town rose 3,800%. Why? Can you imagine? Why? 
would, I would assume it had something to do with the Civil War. Civil War. So you had soldiers coming in that were wounded, obviously, in battle, but there was a lot of disease during the Civil War, so they came for that kind of thing as well. So, yeah, it rose 3,800%. And then after the Civil War, you know, all these soldiers that were there, they they liked it, not not necessarily living there, but they liked it. Right. So because of that, they, they came back and they kind of established Berkeley Springs as a uh, Sin City, I guess. Yeah, by 1860s standards, the anyway. Vegas of the East. Well, it was it was kind of like the first Atlantic City or Vegas or yeah. however you want to say it, and of course it was all centered around the springs themselves. Um, and it Berkeley Springs was called a wild town. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because of the eating, drinking, dancing. Oh my! And the gambling on horses. Hey, I tell you what, West Virginia's cutting edge. We were, <laughs> yeah. We were bringing this stuff into the picture well before Vegas ever laid claim to it. The only problem is we don't have the weather to allow people to enjoy it year-round. Right. Well, if you think about Vegas, I mean, it kind of sprung up because it was a layover for soldiers during World War II. They were on their way to somewhere else, and they just kind of set it up as an entertainment you know, center for the, for the troops. Right. Well, this was no different. You know what I mean? Not for entertainment, right, but right. For, for health. But they uh, kind of made it their own fun out of it you know hey we're gonna be here we might as well do some other things so uh they set up the uh dancing and gambling on the horses there things changed in the 20s it became a state park it's still the only state-ran spa in the country really no one knows this stuff i guarantee you i didn't know it well that's why we do this we're bringing you know education we're breaking well, the molds. Well, that sounds boring. Yeah. It sounds really We're breaking boring. the molds of what people know. Well, sure, sure. So today, uh, the Springs, the State Park, several bathhouses now. The original one recently revamped. And as I mentioned, the museum is on the second level of the original 1815 Roman bathhouse. They house everything spa-related from the 1700s to now. But they're still usable. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people, you're, you're not going to, if you come to visit Berkeley Springs, you're not just coming to see what they did. You can experience what they did back then. Been, you know? I've done it. I really? have done Yeah, I have. It's uh, How hot is it, honestly? Uh, we're getting to that. Are you? Yeah. But the thing with me, it's that when you're in this thing, it, it just beats you. You know what I mean? It tenderizes you pretty much. Really? And honestly, it's hard to walk when you come out of there. Now, you feel limber and loose and good afterwards, but it, it's... Uh, it takes a toll. It does. It does. So uh, it's going to have benefits, just not immediate. <laughs> so uh, the mineral springs there are naturally 74.3 degrees year-round. Uh, it discharges 2,000 gallons per minute. And for our friends on the metric system, that's 7,600 liters per minute. Uh, the water... When you go in these bathhouses, whirlpools, and all that, mm. they heat the water to 102. Okay. So it doesn't matter if you're there in January or July. It's 102. And uh, the water is so clean and good, healthy, they bottle it and sell it. And I am a customer. Or my local market, they sell uh, gallon jugs of Berkeley Springs water. Now, do tell that they are bottling it before it goes through the bathhouse. You would... <laughs> 
Man, you got me wondering now. <laughs> yes, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the residents of Berkeley Springs, they enjoy the water for uh, for a, a little bit of a charge. Uh, they have it all piped into their homes. The Berkeley Springs uh, is the source of the town's water. Really? Yeah. So uh, they get the same water I do at the market. I don't know how much they're spending more than I am, but, uh, you know, 99 cents a gallon, you can't beat it. <laughs> so back to George Washington. George Washington, there's an actual George Washington's bathtub set up on the state grounds. It's just out in the open, correct? Oh, yeah. It's okay. not. It's it's That's, under nothing. Right. And, uh, of course, the water there is always 74.3 degrees. They have a plaque there, George Washington's bathtub. Whether he really used it or not, we, we don't know that. Matter of fact, it was dismantled. Uh, I can't remember when they dismantled, but they reassembled it in the 30s. But George Washington had such an affiliation with this place. He wrote so many letters about Berkeley Springs. They're like, we got to we gotta put his name on something. Right. So they put it on the bathtub there. Now, there's another natural formation that's bathtub. I'm using air quotes here. And they call it the Fairfax tub because yeah. Lord Fairfax loves soaking in it. George Washington wrote all these letters, and we have an excerpt for one of them. And this is going all the way back to his surveying days, 51 years before his death. So we're talking 1748. Now, the, this is this is his writing. We found both sexes, about 250 people at this place, full of all manner of diseases and complaints, some of which are benefited, while others find no relief from the waters. Two or three doctors are here, but whether attending as physicians or to drink the water, I know not. Now, here's the thing. When you think about how they were benefiting from the water back in those days, you think of them soaking in it. But they thought that there was curative uh, properties to this water just by drinking it, too. Okay. So, and I guess that's the way young GW thought that, you know, the, the benefits of the water was. It was like holy water. I, just yeah, simply I guess. by ingesting it, they felt like it would cure the diseases that were inside the body. Right. I, I don't know if anyone ever drank holy water, though. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody out there that has attempted. <laughs> it's just water, though, right? It is. All with right. the blessing blessed of water. a priest. Right. So he goes on to say, however, my fevers are a good deal abated. That's good. Though my pains grow rather worse. Eh, not so good. And my sleep is equally disturbed. What effect the waters may have upon me, I cannot say at the present. Now, um, like I said, he went back frequently, so apparently the waters helped him out a lot. What he probably needed was some Epsom salt <laughs> to drop in these waters to help with the ailment of the aching. <laughs> Epsom salts. Every time I hear that, I think of uh, the Jerky Boys. Right. <laughs> yeah, salt, or not salt, it was uh, Kissel. Yep. He said he he soaks his hands and feet in the Epsom salts. <laughs> Can't help it. So uh, if you think about it, he wrote that letter in 1748. Then you had this, you know, this big influx of of soldiers coming in. 120, well, 115 years later. So obviously there was some something to the curative properties of this water. You know, George Washington wanted swearing by it right well and you got to figure there's probably not a place a lot of places at that time where running water 
was at a temperature in which you could really handle going into it a lot. Well, 74 sounds warm, but man, it's not. It's, it's not warm, but it's a lot warmer than the rest of the water in the middle of winter in West Virginia. Sure. So It, it might have felt pretty good in January or The whatever. running water would have provided you know, the ability to bathe and get oneself clean. And I'm sure it did prevent ailment and large just because they were able to get into that. Yes, they were able to get into that water. It's good perspective. And wash themselves off of bacteria and other things that may have been collecting on their skin. Yeah, it's good perspective. So Berkeley Springs, not the biggest town in the world, about a thousand people, uh, but it's so neat. I love going there just to walk the sidewalks. Um, if, if you're thinking about doing the Berkeley Springs uh, spa Roman bath treatments, there is a beautiful hotel uh, right next door, and it, it, there's sidewalks that lead from the hotel to the Springs. It's called the Country Inn. Beautiful. We're going to post a picture of it on our Facebook uh, post, and uh, it's roughly 120 bucks a night, so you can't beat that. It's so convenient to the actual bathhouses. Uh, but they have their own spa in the hotel as well, with the hot stones and the massage therapy and whatever you would like to do. Now, as far as the town, it is considered a, an art town. It's an artsy town. Um, I can't remember the name of it. There's this uh, uh, top 100 artistic cities in the U.S. that comes out once in a while, and they've been in there all four times, and there's only 11 towns total that can say we've been in there all four times and berkeley springs is one of them right it is a uh new age feel town um and if you love art if you love uh the cinema there is a, a one screen cinema there on main street and they do the art they they do the artsy kind of films you know uh avant-garde or whatever you want to call it avant noir um, they have uh, a lot of antique shops in town. That's what I go there for. Love the antique. And then top-notch restaurants, okay? These aren't the hometown diners where they sell the eggs and bacon and grits or whatever, but I'm sure they do if you'd want it. These are the um, chef jacket with the hat and all that stuff, right. you know, the, the, the really top-notch quality chef restaurants. And a couple of them, Lot 12 Public House. That That is top-notch. Been there myself. A little pricey, but it is so good. Ravenwood, very, very good. Terry's and uh, what was the other one? Oh, the Naked Olive Lounge. All these places, very, very good quality. Uh, prices are a little on the high side. But if you're coming from places like Philly, D.C., Baltimore, you're used to this kind of thing. Right. But if you're coming from, I don't know, Webster Springs or Sutton or whatever, Beckley, it may be a little high. Right. You're going Well, it's, it's going to seem a little bit classier uh, to what you're probably compared to. Now, we're not saying that those places no, aren't classy. No, we're not saying they're not classy. We're just saying in bigger towns, you have a lot more variety and sure. options than what you do in small town. Right, right. So uh, call those places to see if they uh, take reservations oh i forgot charlotte's cafe charlotte's cafe is kind of the what you're expected to see him but very very good stuff um uh, and uh, you know if if uh you don't want the lo the the local american fair they have uh mexican restaurants and they have the the uh latte if you if you like latte lighthouse latte is there for you so and it's it's such a neat place there's a lot of 
history involved with it, Civil War history. And I'm telling you, Jerry, these antique shops, they don't tell they don't sell just oh, we have an old chair or old lamp. They sell Civil War memorabilia. If you're lucky, you might find something older than that even. But it's uh, it's true antiques. Very true. It's it's not like you said, the yard sale antique that somebody just pulled out and had sitting in a corner. It's yes. Stuff with value. Right. So it's convenient for people who live in Hagerstown, only a half an hour away, Chambersburg. It's convenient from uh, people who live in PA, Maryland, West Virginia, and Virginia. Very close to all right. of those places. Um, Martinsburg, not that far away. Winchester, not that far away. So Berkeley Springs has the advantage of being uh, located geographically very close to all of those places. So uh, if if you live in Winchester or near Winchester or uh, up around uh, Chambersburg or Carlisle, Harrisburg, Berkeley Springs, not that far away, come down. There's other hotels besides the Country Inn, but that's like the place you stay if you want the spa treatment. Right. So uh, drive down to Berkeley Springs, spend a night or two, enjoy the town, enjoy the springs. The town has a lot to offer. And one more thing about Berkeley Springs check into this right above the town on the mountain is berkeley castle now when i was a kid berkeley castle was a place that you could go and tour it's kind of like when you go to the monticello in charlottesville virginia you know the home of thomas jefferson i've been there half a dozen times love it the castle was like that okay and uh you got to go up into the turrets and when you walk down the upstairs hallway they had all the doors open to the rooms but they had the velvet rope you could just see how it was decorated back in the 1800s built in 1885 by uh uh foreign uh stonemasons and it took a long time to build and uh but it was sold 15 20 years ago and they made it a private place now you can still get in there but you have to make reservations to have something like wedding reception or something like that okay now berkeley springs also in the springtime if you're looking for something to do they have two really nice festivals that they throw fill me in uh in april usually it's around mid-april they do the uniquely west virginia wine and food festival and that fits with the the artist kind of, you know, aura that that town gives out absolutely so it's a great opportunity to come and Really test your taste buds, you know, to maybe some things that you haven't quite uh, had a chance to sample before. And I might I might try my taste buds too much. And then June 3rd through June 6th is the, they have the International Water Tasting Festival. I forgot about that. And they bring water from all over the world to compete with who has the best. You know, I have a feeling. The sharpest. You get it from Europe. You get it from you know, the Middle East, it's everywhere. I have a feeling the judges are a little biased. Well, I once think again, they be. Berkeley Springs water is number one. <laughs> and then, of course, they have the, the state park right there. So if you're looking, if you enjoy hiking and, and doing, you got the state park uh, right next door and you can do, uh, was that uh, Prospect? Sorry, Prospect Peak. So if you enjoy hiking, going out there and do that Prospect Peak hike, uh, especially late in the evening when the sun's going down, yeah, you get a just phenomenal picture uh, that you, you you won't soon forget. Yeah, I mean the town's beautiful in the first place. 
So many things to do if you like art, if you like history, if you like to enjoy someone pampering you. It's the place to go. And check out the country inn. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna post a picture of it on our Facebook uh group and page. We have two different ones. And I uh I'll be honest with you folks, I tend to forget about our group. <laughs> Me too. I, I post to the page but not necessarily the group quite as much and i i do believe our group page is larger than our it is yeah <laughs> group the group page kind of got us in trouble got me in trouble anyway a <laughs> little bit we all fix right that. yeah right so all right folks uh that's berkeley springs west virginia in morgan county it's a place to go hang out enjoy yourself and get better literally pamper yourself absolutely and meet some really great people yeah people of berkeley springs are fantastic yep it's just a, a neat place to go walk so uh next our next podcast february's coming up so we're going to be doing uh black history month in west virginia uh we're going to be talking about some famous african americans from our state and some uh institutions present and past yeah. uh stored college uh, Harper's Ferry and, and, and all that stuff. The mines down in New, down around New River Gorge. Yep. And this also gives us an opportunity to talk about a man who you and I were going to talk to in person yes. and, uh, passed away not long ago. He was the last Tuskegee Airman in West Virginia, Clifton Brooks, who passed away at the age of 99. So anyway, we'll be talking all things uh, Black History Month in the state of West Virginia, and that's in our next podcast. Uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna end it here. I'm James. I'm Jerry. Thanks for listening to West Virginia Talk. Check us out next time. <laughs>